Hey everyone, it's Andres and this is the Andres Segovia Show. For this episode, I am going to be doing my review of the Samsung Galaxy Tab S7. My goodness, what is up with Samsung and these mouthful of titles? Well, anyway, uh, before I get into the review, for those of you tuning in on the podcast, you're going to want to head over to YouTube because this is a hands-on tech review, so you're going to want to see what I'm talking about. So by all means, if you're not subscribed, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and the notification bell so you don't miss out whenever I put out one of these videos. Let's dive into this thing. I had put a post up, thank you to those of you that participated in the poll, um, asking if it was even worthwhile for me to talk about the Galaxy Tab S7 by Samsung. And I did notice, just like probably all of you noticed, all the reviews for the new Samsung Galaxy tablets have just been for the S7 Plus. There is a difference uh, in specs and some feature sets between the Tab S7 and the Plus variant, which I'm not going to compare here, but I will mention uh, because there are some things that I did want and liked on the other tablet, but the size of the other tablet is what basically took me away from it to not want to go for it. Um, and for those that have experienced the Tab S7 Plus, when they either downgrade or try to handle a Tab S7, they they don't like it as much. So the Tab S7 Plus has an AMOLED display. This one here doesn't. This one has an LCD panel. The Tab S7 Plus is obviously bigger. It's also thinner. Uh, the speakers and uh, I guess the tuning of the acoustics sound, the sound is a lot more full and the bass is more bassy on the other one and uh, of course the because it's an AMOLED display with 120 um, Hertz re uh, refresh rate on the screen the what Samsung claims is about a nine nanom uh, nanosecond uh, lag time with the S Pen experience on the the tablet itself when you're using the S Pen so this one doesn't have that speed of uh, also by virtue of its screen and also some of the uh, I guess the RAM is a little different uh, there's more RAM on the S7 Plus, but I didn't want to experience the S7 Plus. Uh, I am not coming from uh, another powerful Android experience. I haven't actually used an Android tablet since I would think would be the HTC Google partnership with the Nexus 7. That was the last time I used an Android tablet, and I did enjoy that tablet. I enjoyed the size. Uh, the, the clean uh, user interface and of course the software by Google. But what I didn't enjoy was the hardware because it had this horrible light bleed um, throughout all of it. And if I have a picture of it stored in my, um, my archives, I'll post it up here for reference. But I ended up uh, giving up on tablets for a while and because of the nature of what I do for real estate, uh, I ended up requiring a tablet because I couldn't do a lot of this on a, on a computer or even a, a two-in-one where that can fold all the way around. I ended up getting an iPad. So this is kind of obligatory. Let me zoom out a bit so I can show you the, let's see, the tablet. I've done a review on my iPad some time ago. So I'm putting them like this. Uh, this is the first generation Apple Pro. And I'm putting them side by side uh, as they're meant to be. Uh, an Apple iPad is meant to be used in portrait mode 
And this Samsung tablet is meant to be used in widescreen mode. Uh, that's actually gonna come into a, an interesting point later on in this review. I ended up using the iPad Pro uh, because yeah, I ended up needing it. And one of the things that drew me to it was the Apple Pencil. And I absolutely loved that experience. Now, not to be undone, Samsung's tablets, for the most part, have had the S Pen experience, which is why I've stayed on the Note lineup for so long. So when I saw what Samsung was doing for these tablets, and that's why the Android world was losing their minds over it. This is, these are the Android tablets we've been waiting for. So I'm like, okay, great. Uh, so Samsung has the S Pen of their own, but not in a silo, which can be a, a little, uh, annoying for some, which I'll get to also later in the review because I'm so used to using a silo to put uh, the S Pen away. But the experience didn't detract, and, and again, I'll touch on that later. These two are meant to be used a little bit differently, and they also couldn't be more different in terms of, of how of their software is, obviously, because one is iOS, or in this case, iPad OS, and the other one is Android 10 running Samsung's UI 2.5, I believe it is. Look, I don't remember all the specs on the Samsung, so I'm gonna leave it here on the screen for you to check out. And I'll, I'll leave it for a few seconds longer than I normally do, so you can read all the details if you want while I'm speaking. This here was the best transition for me because I love this form factor. This is not the large size uh, iPad Pro. I think the, the big iPad Pro is just too big. That's why I was turned off to the S7 Plus tablet. And like, no, that is way too big. Um, I was a little concerned because I was so used to using what is basically a 4-3 ratio on the iPad Pro for easier document reading, um, having to switch over to a more uh, wider tablet, uh, basically not using the ratio that I was so used to. I think this is like a 21-9 uh, ratio, I'm not entirely sure. but. Either way, the experience is basically similar. There's cameras front and back on both of them. Uh, both of them are LCD displays. Both of them have pen input. And the advantage that Samsung has over the iPad is in terms of memory expansion. So that's great. Um, I also did go for the uh, the bigger uh, memory bank on, on the Samsung because it also has more RAM. So that probably contributes to a more fluid experience. Um, overall though, uh, I've been very happy with my first full-time experience with an iOS product, which was iPad before I got iPad OS, that I even engraved it. I called it Command Pad, as you can see the etching up there. And I even engraved the pencil, which I think is always a nice touch that Apple allows you to do. But anyway, that's as far as the comparisons will go for now. So let me get back to this guy because this is what you came to watch the video for. But as you know, it's almost obligatory that you gotta mention the iPad with, with comparing these things. So one of the things that I like about this thing off the bat is that uh, this thing feels very premium in the hand. Uh, it's, it's a lot heavier than the iPad, which is uh, good and bad. Uh, the good part is that it feels premium because you're paying more than the iPad in certain cases. Uh, that's my concern that is much heavier, that a drop will do sizable more damage to uh, the chassis than I like, and it could compromise the screen a lot more, which is why I tend to be more careful with this thing than I was with my iPad, but I found myself dropping this a lot more often than the iPad, considering that I am using a case. So let's move this guy over so I can show you the case. So I am using this uh, book cover, not the keyboard uh, one, and I have mixed feelings about it. The magnets 
are on the upper third of this device and there's less to hold because the pen needs to have a cutout over here. So I found myself oftentimes grabbing this uh, a book cover when in this position and the tablet would sometimes fly out, which is why it's fallen a few times because I'm still used to using, uh, like I guess you could say the magic covers on Apple. Let me move this one aside so you can see. Like, cause this has been my go-to on the iPad. You can see this thing's battle-worn because I use it so often. So I've used this thing. Look how yucky that is. It's This is years worth of use, by the way. I got it on Amazon for like 10 bucks and it's held up really well. Well, this thing has done a better job in holding the iPad, uh, in my experience, than this thing has. And I thought this was gonna do a better job. But as you can see, when you have just this much literally holding the, iPad, uh, the, the Samsung, when you kind of have it pitched up, versus the entirety of the backing that's being held by at least four corners in terms of magnets, yeah, there's gonna be some some sway. So I have had some experiences where I've dropped the tablet accidentally because I grabbed this thing awkwardly and I haven't liked that. So that magic keyboard uh, thing or the, the cover, I actually ordered one for uh, my Samsung that hasn't arrived as of, as of this video. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to testing that to see if it'll hold better than this thing. But what I do like about this thing though, is that you can put it into different positions. As you can see here, they laid it out. Uh, and also you can store the S Pen away right here. That also is another problem though. The battery life on the S Pen feels a lot less than the battery life on the iPad uh, pencil, which is annoying because I found myself several times realizing that, oh, the pen is dead. And then the, the software will tell me, hey, Where's your where's your pen? Like it's right here, but it won't it won't charge. So sometimes I store the pen away like this, so I could have easier access to it. But the pen is dead, uh, so I don't even know. So when I try to use some of the features of the S Pen, like in terms of Bluetooth, I can't. It's dead, so it's got to charge. It charges eh, relatively okay speeds, uh, not much that I expected for that. But I gotta say, for someone that's been using an S Pen for years. I, I'm not used to that. I'm not, I'm not used to an S Pen requiring a charge and then uh, not having the features enabled because the battery is dead. So I haven't liked that. Now what I have enjoyed about this, just like I have with the iPad, um, has been, well, let's compare the sizes. So once again, gotta bring out the obligatory iPad Pro. Again, this is the first generation. So let me put these guys like screen to screen. I prefer the iPads with, but I also understand why uh, this one is in that uh, like more widescreen factor, form factor. So here we have just how much wider the Tab S7 is compared to the iPad. So the experience that I have using the Samsung is that I do gravitate to using it in landscape mode. When I use the iPad, obviously I wanna use it in uh, portrait mode because that's just the way it, it looks. Now, what I also like is that these both were using USB type C's. They both have four speakers flanking each like uh, each of the, the sides right there. So I do like that. Um, the cameras on the S7, well, these are tablet cameras, but I have enjoyed using the camera on the iPad. Um, obviously, content creation for me is better on the Samsung because I could seamlessly connect them to any stores that I use, especially Google and uh, Google Drive and OneDrive. You can't really do that on the on an iPad with uh, that deep integration because Apple has a walled garden. But uh, let's see, there's a fingerprint scanner right here. 
so it doesn't have the on display fingerprint scan. Oops, sorry, that, that's the SIM tray, uh, the memory um, SD card tray. This is the uh, fingerprint scanner here. So I'm looking at the, the camera instead of the actual device. So it's right there. I like the, uh, you can't really see maybe, oh, there it is. There's some little flashy uh, trim that they put there so you can differentiate what's what. Uh, in terms of the iPad Pro, this one didn't have any kind of fingerprint uh, scanner, no touch ID, they got rid of it, as you can see. But what they do have was Face ID, which works a heck of a lot better than the face unlock on the Samsung. Now, once again, let's get back to the Samsung tablet, tuned by AKG. I like the vibrant uh, display. This is, uh, I trusted Samsung to do a good job with LCD and they don't disappoint. At first I noticed a little bit of light bleed when I was setting it up, but I don't notice it as much anymore. That might have more to do with either this, um, the wallpaper I chose for it, or maybe that was just like the setup screen making, making it look like that. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but that's just the way uh, it appeared for me. So overall, I don't think I have anything to walk through in terms of the software, how impressive it is or whatever. I'll just tell you about the features that I do enjoy. Um, I do like that they still left the whole edge of features for the device here. You see the little um, air command button right here for the S Pen. Uh, it's there, you could add more shortcuts and stuff, but that button disappears when the battery dies on this guy because it doesn't think that you have an S Pen anymore, which is annoying. And speaking of S Pen, so you can, put it on the top there like that but if you put it on the back it'll give you that like the um, Apple pencil uh, icon to sorry it's charging so it's fully charged so yippee but one of the things I enjoyed the best about this and using the feature set has been the camera being placed right there where I would normally do my uh, video conferencing so it's very convenient and it's made for taking and creating videos a lot better because uh, it's easier to stand it up on the landscape mode instead of portrait mode. And yeah, and I've enjoyed using the front facing camera on this guy. So that's pretty much that. Anyway, I'm gonna go back to the back as I finish my commentary on this because uh, quite honestly, uh, there's just a lot of reflection in the room that I'm, I'm filming in today. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, we've been, We've been hit by big time wildfires uh, just in the past couple of days here in the Northern Orange County and the office is just choked up with smoke. So um, I decided to film this from my workout area in my, uh, in my home. I, like I said, I have enjoyed using this. I've already told you my gripes about using this thing like the hit or miss, you actually have to put the pointing position up to the camera module, otherwise it won't connect right and it probably won't charge all the way sometimes. Uh, so the magnets have to be specific to that. I didn't have that issue with the iPad. Uh, I could have put the, the pen up or down on the side so long as it was connected to the side, it would charge. At least that's been my experience. Um, and uh, as I mentioned, I haven't liked having a cart, something so heavy around. Uh, as I've been told, the S7 Plus is supposed to be around, it's probably like lighter than this one, or maybe they just think it is because it is technically thinner and the weight distribution is spread across a lot more canvas than this one is. But I have enjoyed the premium feel of this device. Uh, I have not enjoyed the battery life. So if I'm gonna give uh, like the pros and cons to this, uh, let me see, I could lay them out here. I wasn't, I didn't make a list of them. So let me just rapid spitfire the ones that come to mind. The pros, the display is beautiful. The hardware and build quality are top notch, so that's two. 
The a third one would be the S Pen experience. It's exactly what I expected. As an, I, I think of this as a bigger note, which is actually a really good thing. Um, I have enjoyed the fluid uh, software experience, even with uh, Samsung UI. No lags in that sense. And um, five, oh, the audio experience when I'm immersing myself in media. It's just so much fun using this. So I have enjoyed that immensely. Oh, and of course, uh, uh, I guess a bonus uh, pro would be expandable memory. Now, I did get, I think this is 120 gigabytes, which that model does bring um, two more gigabytes of RAM than the base model. Uh, again, I have left the specs at the beginning of this video. So if it laid out there, great. If it didn't prove it, then I'll put in subtitles here that I was wrong and correct myself. But that's what I recall. That's why I went for a more specced out model, but I didn't go all the way up for the more expensive one. These antenna bands uh, are probably just for the Wi-Fi because there are. this one does not have um, LTE or 5G support. So that's that. Okay. Uh, oh, and uh, number six would be the cameras. I love where they're placed, both front and back. They've been really good for what I've been using them, and that's what I come to expect from tablet cameras, uh, just the bare minimum, but these do feel a lot better. I don't feel like, man, I should have taken it with my phone. No, uh, I'm happy with what uh, these cameras have done, particularly the front-facing camera when I'm doing video conferencing or selfie videos for vlogging and stuff like that. So those are uh, seven pros. Let's talk cons. Con number one. Back to the, the S Pen. I don't like that the battery life just dies out so quickly and I always forget that I have to put it in this position for the pen to charge because when I'm carting it around in the cover, I don't like putting it up here because it'll just fall out and I probably wouldn't notice. That's why I have to put it in the, in the middle. So if I put my tablet away and the pen is in the middle, overnight the S Pen dies. So in the morning and I try to reach for it and I try to use it, it's dead. So that's what I mean about inconvenience there. So that's con one. Con number two, back to the actual design of this thing, which is something I praise, right? But the edges are so sharp that they dig into your palms because this is such a heavy brick of a device that you're almost obligated to use it with a case so you wouldn't feel uh, like it's really scraping up against you. Because I kid you not, these chassis is actually uh, pretty sharp. Uh, I'm, there's no joke there. They're pretty sharp. So that's a knock on the hardware uh, in that sense. Um, and also the fact that uh, with the cover, uh, it doesn't really hold all that well when you notice that's how much of the device is being held by the cover when you have it open. And if just that's holding this heavy thing, odds are you'll probably experience it like I did. This is going to keep falling out. Three. Uh, con number three, I mentioned a uh, battery life. Oh my goodness. I'm so used to the standby time on the iPad that I've been using for years. I've been so disappointed with the battery life on this device. And it's something I come to expect from Android. And I, I should probably look for a bedside mode or a good night mode on this thing. I haven't done that. Uh, and if I do that, I'm sure I'll be able to stretch the battery out a little more. I don't like using battery saver mode. Uh, that's pretty annoying because it turns off everything. And if I by the time I turn it on, all my notifications cascade in, including ones that I have already checked. So yeah, that does get annoying. Um, Con number four, back to the display. I'm not gonna turn it around though because of the whole reflection. So the con for the screen is that technically this thing is 120 megahertz capable. In fact, let me see if I could pull it up. Just a moment and I'll edit this out. Right here, under motion smoothness, you can choose, let's see, let's brighten it up a little more. 
You can choose 60 hertz or 120 hertz, and I have it at adaptive. Get smoother animation and scrolling by automatically adjusting your screen refresh rate up to 120 hertz. Or standard, get longer battery life with a 60 hertz screen refresh rate. I have used this one with just the standard applied, and I have I have not been happy with the battery life. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna switch to adaptive anyway then. Uh, so I'll use that, and I have auto brightness for this one. So. For adaptive, I haven't noticed that smoother scrolling experience with the 120, and I haven't really seen anything that utilizes the 120, which is why I'm wondering, am I spending more battery just for nothing? Because I haven't experienced that, and everybody talks about how much smoother 120 is over 60, that once you experience that refresh rate, you're not gonna go want you're not gonna want to go back to 60. And since this one's capable of it, I'm like, why not use it? So I'm just gonna have it adaptive until I feel like I've experienced it. But until then, I don't think I have. Okay, I lost track of my cons. So con number one was the S Pen. Uh, number two was the design and the weight of it, right? Number three was um, the battery life. Number four was the display. Uh, what's my next over? Oh, yeah, uh, number, uh, number five would be the actual user experience when it comes to split screen. I've been having such a hard time trying to get the split screen mode to work on this properly. I've actually messed around with good lock. Are you guys familiar with good lock? It's uh, these extra feature sets, like power tools you can get for a Samsung device that uh, is part of an approved list where you can add new features to it. So actually I'll pull that up. This is good lock. Good lock gives you new features like lock star, quick star, task changer, multi-star, navistar, uh, the home up so you can change your uh, one UI experience and north star. So when I do this, uh, this is how I have my uh, my apps viewable here. If I had my note to be able to show you, I actually have a more of a list so I can go through all of them as opposed to this one where it's more of a carousel. So if I start opening other apps and then start doing this, uh, they'll open like these cards and you can actually control how they look based on uh, what happened to good lock server. Okay. So I'm having some server issues there probably cause it's on airplane mode, but um, yeah, so there's different features you can customize your tablet to make it feel like your own device. And I do like that part, um, but I have not been able to properly get say apps to like split screen they'll do a pop-up view. So they'll either do like little windows and they just float around like floating windows um, or they'll be like dots and that annoys me. Um, and uh, one of the things I do like but hasn't worked out in my favor was kind of forcing apps that are not yet capable of doing a split screen uh, to do split screen. So like I was trying to have Instagram behave that way. Uh, it's been a hit or miss. Um, more more uh, misses than hits. So just FYI there. But I have enjoyed having uh, some of those options to be able to use. Okay, so that's five cons so far. So far there's, pro, there's pros, uh, more pros than there are cons. Um, you know what? I can't really think of anything else directly with this device. I've been happy overall. Uh, the S Pen experience is there. This is literally like a larger note. It has the um, uh, a powerful processors underneath, so I expect this to last a long time, and I'm counting on it because Samsung said they're going to support this thing for three years. I've been using this iPad, like I said, for a long, long time, and this thing is still as fast as the day I got it. And I'm sure if I compare it to a new iPad now, because it was the first generation iPad Pro, I'm sure the new one's gonna feel a lot more fluid than this one, but uh, that's only if I test them. So 
the fact that I'm comparing how I changed over to this from an iPad, I'm only comparing those experiences directly. If I'm going to compare the Tab S7 to the Tab S7 Plus, obviously I'm going to want the Tab S7 Plus for the screen, but I'm not going to want it for the size. That's why I stayed away from it, and this has been my only experience with the premium Samsung tablet, and so far I gotta tell you, I'm happy with it. I haven't looked back so much on my iPad anymore, and it helped me break free from iOS, because the iPads really kept me there, and the Apple Watch to some extent is, sometimes calls me back because it's a much better experience overall, as sometimes I have hits or misses also with these Samsung devices. But anyway, that's that. I am happy with this tablet. I highly recommend it. If you're an Android user looking for a tablet, this is definitely one you should consider. If you don't mind the size and if you have the money to spare, well, then check out the S7 Plus. You'll love the screen a heck of a lot more than this one, that's for sure. Um, but if you're split between an iPad and a Samsung, just remember that you can expand the memory on a Samsung device, something you cannot do on any Apple device. And best part is you also get DeX on this guy. So DeX basically does the, you could do it wirelessly too with the, with the Miracast TV, Miracast capable TV. So you can use your tablet as like some kind of mouse or keyboard. So essentially you're getting a desktop experience on a tablet, which is also why I've enjoyed using this thing. The thing is not all apps are uh, compatible with DeX. Um, some Microsoft applications do work a little bit better but they haven't really scaled up from the mobile, which is kind of a drawback. So you can't really multitask with um, like how you would on say, uh, maybe a Chrome OS or of course a full blown computer. But anyway, the point is that at least you have it there if you want to use it. So it's better that you have the options, you have the controls to customize it, as opposed to a software company telling you how they want you to use it and how they want it to look. It's like, well, if it's mine, why can't I do something that I want with it? That's what I've enjoyed about the freedom of Android. And the fact that this thing can work, you can pair it up with your Samsung devices. And I use Samsung Flow. I also use uh, um, the Samsung feature where basically it talks to each other. So if my phone is ringing, I can answer it on my watch or I can answer it on my tablet, just like you would on an iPad device if you had an iPhone and an Apple Watch. All three can ring or even your computer and you can answer anywhere there. And because I use your phone on Microsoft Windows, uh, everything is connected, which is awesome. So I basically have mimicked that Apple uh, unification on a Windows-based level, and no one has done it better than Samsung. That's why I've appreciated it. And using this with OneNote, it's been the greatest experience because uh, Microsoft has always done more to tweak their OneNote software for the S Pen than anyone else. And I, I gotta give credit to, to what they've done for the Apple Pencil too, because they've done a similar experience there. And those are the best ways for me to, add, to note take on devices that are not Surface products. So just throwing it out there, this one's a big win. You want to check it out for yourself, definitely do. And if you're thinking about getting this for a loved one uh, for the upcoming Christmas season, then boom, you just got options. It's just a matter of will they mind something bigger and smaller, but you're going to make them compare screens. Oh man, Amol is going to win every time. So just FYI about that one. I just got a phone call that interrupted that, but uh, let's get back to it. I was wrapping it up, right? So once again, just thank you so much for watching this video. Remember to like, share, and subscribe and stay in the know. And for those of you listening on the podcast, thank you so much 
much for faithfully listening there. Stay tuned for more episodes that are coming your way. But if you haven't yet subscribed to YouTube, by all means, please do, because every now and then I'll do uh, tech videos that drop there first before they become packaged as audio podcasts later on. And honestly, a lot of this uh, tends to be more visual anyway. Uh, and for those of you that are not yet following me on Instagram, I suggest you do because every now and then I do giveaways on Instagram and it's behind the scenes stuff about who I am and what I do outside of the norm on YouTube and even the podcast. Anyway, that does it for this one. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.